Welcome to the All the Books Show, episode 105. We've been moving like clockwork for two years. <laughs> That's right. Ever, ever releasing oh episodes every week. We talk about books. We talk about book news, was, author news, literary news. That was easily the worst intro in two years that's mm-hmm. ever happened. No. It was by no. far the worst. No, there was one week where we had you do the intro. Oh, <laughs> burn, burn. Yeah. Well, as Eric awkwardly stumbled through uh, yeah. the lead here, the first episode of all the books, Thinning the Turkey Herd, dropped two years ago today, yeah. August 21st, mm-hmm. 2015. Yep. And it's been a nonstop thrill ride. Yeah. You'll be able to see Ever episode since. one of all the books again in 2024. Yeah, it'll come so, back around. So that should be pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Today is the eclipse day. I know. Are, are you excited about the eclipse? Yeah, except... Uh, are you really? I'm afraid of the dark. Really? Well, this no. This is not a time Actually, I'm terrified of the sun. So this is the oh. one day out of like every 50 years where I can breathe. Yeah, you're fine. Breathe. Yes. You're it's like, day. you're not all powerful, Saul. Yeah. Do you ever call the sun Saul? Oh, look. My little eclipse viewer's going off. Yeah, everybody, look. <laughs> <laughs> they can't look, but you can yeah, look. Yeah. Wow. To commemorate it's, it's the... It's going off like it's an alarm. To like commemorate eclipse, eclipse. two years of all the books, we've blotted out the sun. Yeah. Partially. Yeah. Partially like from where plague. we are. But yeah. Like one of the plagues of Egypt. Exactly. We too have come yeah, down. Exactly. Well, uh, much like we started the show, we'll be doing a Lonely Hearts Book Club a little later on. So oh, like you the, can get excited the about that. Show. Not the way we started this episode, yeah. which was you falling down the stairs. No. I think if I remember, no, I was kind of doing that song. That well, song from uh, it was rough as the wheel turns. It was rough. Who, who sings the wheel turning song? I, the I don't sun know. goes around. It's from some sound of music. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, it's not from the sound of music. Yeah, no. The seasons change. No, we got to get past this. Is it the carpenters or the I, mamas or the papas? Sure. Uh, let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> bookmark huh you ready to dig into that are we talking about our bookmark yeah where bookmark, we talk about the lovable scamp who no corrects not our new character book we're reading bookmark okay. you know thinking back on the early days we didn't have a title for the podcast in episode yeah. one there was no theme music yeah no recurring characters uh-huh. you were a lot more pleasant to be around yeah so a lot's changed yeah in the two years yeah i think yeah according to me yeah okay how many times do I have to say, yeah? I don't know. I hate I, this. I guess I was just going along, seeing how many times it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been reading? In the past two years? No, oh, just... Lots no, of no, stuff. no, no. That's right, everybody. Past... We're going to go over what we've read in two years. Oh, to... that'd be fun. Do you think? Past week and change. What have you been reading? Past week and change? Yeah. Look, I wish I could say I finished the fifth season by... Jemison. Jemison. Right? N.K. Jemison. I wish I could say it, because... Nobody wants me to be done with this book more than myself. Really, I, I got to a point where like, another full sitting would have finished the book, mm. and I was like, I don't have it in me to continue no. the sitting. And also, if I did, I knew like I wouldn't absorb anything. I'd yeah. be rushing through it because I am not enjoying this book. So how far are you? I'm about sixty pages from being done. Oh boy, that's the worst. Yeah, when you're like in, I'm the... like, I just need to sit down and read this thing. Yeah, but I don't want to because it's. It's very boring. Huh. There isn't a plot, really. I should say. Isn't this the start of a trilogy? Yes. The like a highly regarded the story trilogy has been about an award-winning two, trilogy. These two characters. Okay. Uh, it's about this people can control Earth. Uh, we've already talked about this, like sure. tectonic plates and Earth and all this stuff. Yeah. And two of them have been traveling, and they've just been traveling forever and doing this thing. There's been no purpose. It's felt okay. like. Also, we're we're getting the view. Of three different uh, protagonists. Oh. And there's a twist. Really? Later on. Well, you delivered know, about... You know, uh, I hate that. I'd say 75% in, the twist is revealed. Except I figured out the twist yeah. about 10 pages in. Oof. So, and I'm like, Oof. okay, maybe it wasn't supposed to be a twist. Yeah. Maybe it, it was obvious. But there's a part in the book where a character says something, it's like, huh? Yeah. Changes how you've seen everything. I'm like, no. If, just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't so, care. So, uh, you're probably it's, not going to follow the trilogy. I have to read the second one, because oh it won gosh. the freaking Hugo. You Don't do this to yourself, man. Someday, I will have to read the second one. Okay. Not next. All right. Eventually. And maybe I'll have forgotten that I didn't yeah. like this. Then you'll all. be like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. It's going to be great for you. Fine, then. Okay. Um, well, we'll see. So yeah, I have not enjoyed this. I I found it very boring. 
kind of pretentious, I guess, and mm-hmm. that it's like, look how subversive I'm being. Yeah, like, yeah, that's great, but also, uh, again, a plot would have been appreciated. Okay, so, huh? Any pace, nothing, nothing has happened. So, the first would eight- you would you recommend this book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody, you should check, check this out. out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I do it. I can see why people would like this okay. book. Okay, well, that's something. But it's not its not the type of book I like. Okay. Like, I was, according to my Kindle, I was 60% in, and I was like, what are people doing? Yeah. What is the point of this? And I still don't know if I could tell you. Hmm. Just kind of the day in the life, wow. I guess. Of, no, okay. Well, I don't I, really understand the world either. I don't want to read it. No, no, you should okay. read it. Uh, anything else on the old... I read Doctor Strange... Uh, Blood in the Aether. Ah, yes. Volume 3 of Jason Aaron's run. We do have have this Doctor Strange run in our graphic novels highlighted in an all-new location. Yeah. We've put the graphic novels where the paperbacks were before, and it looks great. It does look great. It's very inviting. So... It's nice. Yeah. And we've uh, sacrificed all the paperbacks to the Eclipse God. Yeah, we gave them up to the sun. Yep. (laughs) uh, And it promised to only partially uh, be eclipsed. So... Yeah, but only to partial country. Yeah, and the so rest of it. You're near Buffalo, New York. Yeah, the rest who didn't give their books. Yes, they're gonna have a, a yeah. total eclipse of the sun. Yeah. So, anyway, better than a total eclipse of I can't do it. Yeah. I can't hear any more total <laughs> eclipse of the heart. I know it's been killing me. I know. Actually, today I listened to Dark Side of the Moon by yeah. Pink Floyd to celebrate the eclipse. Well, that's funny because uh, once upon a time I was falling. Uh, in love. <laughs> Sorry. All right, my bookmark. Wait, I read another Thanks thing. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay. I wasn't being rude to you. Oh. You bring her to me. Oh, wow. wow I hope this eclipse what a shocking really turn. blocks out your... I was about to say manners. Yeah. You want it to block out listen, my I feel manners. like we're trying to air dirty laundry out on this podcast. I'm fine. No, I read The Walking Dead, volume 27. Yeah. This book has been going on forever. 27 volumes. And I've been there. I think people hear 27 volumes and go, oh, that's long. But they don't like put it in years. Yeah. That's more than 10 years. It's a long time. So it's a long time. I, I was still living it. at home when I started reading this series. Uh, to put it in, I moved out at like nineteen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> long time ago. Uh, but he's announced that he'll be ending this soon. So I think I enjoyed this volume more, knowing there's an end in sight. Oh, sure. I have been burnt out of this series. I for feel a while. that way often about TV shows that like I'm like, is this still on? And then yeah. they're like, the end is announced. I'm like, oh, okay, well I'm back in. Like yeah, you know, because like. Well, I wasn't really watching ER faithfully no. until, like, after it was all done. But actually, I did tune back into a lot of episodes of the final season when ah. it was on. So, yes, like ER. Okay. Thanks for asking. So, that's what I read. I didn't... I, Walking Dead is fine. If if you haven't been reading it now, you don't care okay. about what I say about Walking Dead. All right. So, uh, but the... I'm con- going to start at episode uh, 28, don't, I think. Don't Volume do that. 28. Don't do that, Nick. Stop. I'll never read this series. Okay. No, you won't. You'd hate it. I would. Uh, but the... The Doctor Strange, I don't know if I said it. It is very good so far. And I like there's already a volume four announced. And so it's kind of, uh, I feel like it's a big deal yeah. for a comic book to last that many trades at true. this point. As opposed to like, yeah, we did That's two true. trades so we could then do an ultimate collection trade and then moved on with the new series. Yeah. Like how many, I guess DC did all right. Anyways, we don't need to talk comic books anymore. Okay, well, uh, on that note, I finished two graphic novels. <laughs> so I'll tell you about those. Uh, Batman Black and White. Which yeah. is a collection of simple black and white Batman noir style comics, all sorts of authors and artists. Total mixed bag. Uh, more bad than good, but the good Ooh. ones were very good. So okay. I can't. I don't know that I would say I'd recommend it. Uh-huh. Maybe read read the Neil Gaiman would one. You say that one stood out the to me. Bad stuff eclipsed the good stuff. It was a total eclipse. Okay. Of the heart. Uh, and I also <laughs> read a Wolverine graphic, Origins, yeah. Born in Blood. Terrible. Oh boy, I wish I could have warned you Terrible. about that. Oh, wait. I did. Terrible. Yeah. So we don't need to talk about those. Those are think, neither here nor there. I don't think I actually ever read that. I think I just like looked through it. I'm like, I hate this art. Yeah. I don't care about Wolverine knowing his past. And it was just like, it was yeah. kind of a weird time in bad. Wolverine history. And you're not going to get any arguments from me. I gave it a one-star review. Nuke was in it, right? Would you like to hear my review of that? I'll yeah. read the whole thing for you. Oh, your Goodreads review. Go ahead. Dumb. <laughs> that's where <laughs> I read that's that. That's it. Yeah. Um, book books? Book books. Let me tell you the book books that I read, okay? Book books. I accidentally read, like, a rape duology, which I did not mean to read. The frick are you going on? <laughs> what the heck? The first book I read, The Surgeon, which is the first Rizzolian Isles, which I read because we're starting with the second one in the book club, so I went back and read okay. it about a serial rapist. 
much more grisly than I like to read. Sure, so yeah. It was a tough... I'd hate to... It was a tough read. Okay. Okay? And then I picked up our current book club book, Nobody Knows, by Mary Jane Clark, also about a serial rapist. Hmm. So... Which is why uh, I'm now reading a Star Trek Voyager book, <laughs> Acts of Contrition, because a lot of heaviness. Hey, um, bad news. Don't tell no. me. Okay. Um, so here's what I thought about both of those. The Surgeon uh, by, by Tess Gerritsen, the first book, only features Rizzoli, no Isles. Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. It was a little darker, yeah. a little darker, a little bit more grisly mm-hmm. than I would typically read. But if you're okay with that... You probably, it'll, you know, it's a decent read. She's a good yeah. writer. So, uh, Nobody Knows by Mary Jane Clark is a real weird one mm-hmm. because it's, uh, her writing is very, like, fluffy. Um, and it's fast-paced. It's kind of fun. Um, and then this topic was just so grim that it was a real, like, odd juxtaposition between the style of the book and the subject of the book. And so, like, you kind of forgot what it was about, and then there would be a scene with a serial rapist, and you'd be like, what is this book that I'm reading? Right. So that was odd. I'm going to see what... I'll be interested to see what the book club thinks about it, because it was... That made it a little uneven. It is an interesting series, though. It's called... uh, Key News is the series. Uh, And there's no central character. It's just each book follows, like, somebody who works at this big key news organization so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a it's a loose series where just this company is the only thing tying the plots together i'm Mm -hmm. sure there's i'm sure there's minor characters that cross but i've read two so far and they're actually pretty good um and like i said i'm currently reading acts of contrition by christian Beyer, which is uh a star trek voyager novel nice i need to i need to come down yeah you know yeah no graphics at the moment although our new graphic novel section is so enticing that i gotta go over there and read uh I can't think of one to make fun of that's yours. The one that I... Assassin's I Creed. That's Assassin's it. That's Creed. the one. Okay. Assassin's yeah. Creed, which is checked out. Also, so. every single Spider-Man book we have. Checkmate. Yeah. It was a real insight for you to pick Spider-Man. Um, book news? For the 102nd time? 105th? 106th? Where are we at? 105? Yeah. Two years. 105. Yes. This is 105. Okay. Book news for the 105th time? Hit it. Oh, me? Well, Okay. Uh, let me tell you, my good friends, what is coming to you in October. October 10th, Alice Hoffman. Alice Hoffman. Practical Magic Book Zero. So I, this appears to be an anticipated series of some sort. No, actually, it's just a prequel to the book Practical Magic. So did you watch the, the Practical Magic? Movie with Nicole Kidman yeah. and Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a prequel. Uh, find your magic for the what? Owens family. What? Love is a curse that began in 1620 when Maria Owens was charged with witchery for loving the wrong man. Is that what the book's about? This, if you enjoyed the 90s film Nicole, with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock, wait till you see their ancestors from the 1600s? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... it's... <laughs> it's a prequel to the book, Practical but Still, Magic. who's going to be like, unless that book also has a 1600s version of this kiss, no one's going to care. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, do you want to know more about the plot? I guess, yes. <laughs> Hundreds of years later in New York City, at the cusp of the 60s, when the whole world is about to change, Susanna Owens knows that her three children are dangerously unique. Difficult Franny with skin as pale as milk and blood-red hair. Shy and beautiful Jet, who can read other people's thoughts. And charismatic Vincent, who began looking for trouble on the day he could walk. Double bubble. Right, I'm going to skip down to the bottom of this. The Owens children cannot escape love, even if they try, just as they cannot escape the pains of the human heart. The two beautiful sisters will grow up to be the revered and sometimes feared ants in Practical Magic, while Vincent, their beloved brother, will leave an unexpected legacy. So, I'm guessing he comes becomes dracula is that becomes dracula no uh, <laughs> you don't think... dracula did not feature in uh practical magic you need to rewatch it i guess okay. uh new from iris johansson who as you'll recall her recent output has been in the new kendra michaels series yes named after my wife nope nope kendra michaels kendra michaels not correct. kendra michaels right. a different different character entirely but Iris Johansson is back to her old tricks with Eve Duncan, book number 22. I've read an Eve Duncan. Eh, I don't know. The vague, like, supernatural yeah. undertones, I don't get. Yeah. I don't get it at all. She has a dead child, and the dead child sort of acts like she's the Shining. It's very weird. Uh-huh. Hey, one second. My, you, mm, you love Stalker Channing, right? I mean, I like the movie Grease from 1978. 
in which she played Rizzo. How do you like uh, Evan Rachel Wood? Okay. Good news, man. They're both in Practical Magic. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Uh, Eve, Eve Duncan returns in Iris Johansson's Mind Games. Mind Games takes Jane McGuire back to Scotland, where she continues her search for the treasure she's been chasing for years. I don't know what this series is about. But now she's being plagued by dreams of a girl in danger. Who is this girl, and what is she trying to tell Jane? And will Jane figure it out before it's too late for her and the mysterious woman? Things are further complicated when Seth Caleb comes back into Jane's life. This time, he's the one in trouble, and Jane will find herself pulled unexpectedly into his world as she fights to save him. With the adventure, intrigue, and explosive energy that Iris Johansson fans love, Mind Games is a high-octane thriller that readers won't be able to put down. You going to check into that one, my friend? Uh, no. Okay. All right, you want to think about it or you just... No. Okay. I want to read this real quick. Okay, go ahead. The only thing unpredictable about practical magic is the unpleasant surprise one feels when the movie reveals itself a irritatingly creepy supernatural thriller. Mm. Rather than an offbeat romantic comedy, the ads make it out to be by Sean P. Means. The old bait and switch. I want you to annoy film.com critic Sean P. Means okay. on Twitter for the next two weeks. That, Just you're, hashtag wow. away at him. What a shock jock you yeah. are. <laughs> Who the heck does he Holy think he is? Holy mackerel. Well, anyway. I've, got, I've got one more in standard print. Faye Kellerman coming back with The Killing Season. New York Times bestselling author Faye Kellerman delivers an electrifying novel of suspense as a young man's investigation into her sister's death draws him into the path of a sadistic serial killer. He went searching for the truth. Now a killer has found him. The more you know, the more there is to fear. Nice. Sounds kind of intense. Yeah. Coming out in October. I've never read Faye Kellerman, uh, but I believe I put her on the book uh, book club list for next year. I try to cycle through all the big like mystery thriller authors, right. and we have not got to hmm. either Faye or Jonathan yet in the Kellerman clan there. Okay. All right. Finally, in large print. Finally. We have Grace to the Finish, Manor House Mystery I Number Eight. I think you meant by... to say Race to the Finish. Nope. It's Grace to you, the Finish. No, you would race me to grace the finish line. To the finish. Manor House <laughs> Mystery Number Eight, uh, by Julie Hizzy, like Julie in the Hizzy. Yeah. But it's just Hizzy. Hey, it's Julie in the Hizzy. Yeah, she's in the Hizzy. Cool. So this came out in 2002. Can we... Is it okay to out your wife that she wanted to read a Sneaky Pie Brown novel? Out I, I think she checked it out. Can I say that on the podcast? She wants to name a cat Sneaky Pie Brown. she wants to read the Sneaky Pie Brown thrillers. Yeah. I guess we got through to her. I, I guess, guess we, so, yeah. I guess this podcast really has an impact because now your wife's reading books written by a cat. An adorable cat. Sneaky Pie Brown. Sure, yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to give too much away. But people checking things out because we talk about it may play into our Lonely Hearts Book Club a little later. That's just a tease. Oh. Don't uh, don't pick at it now. Anyway, Grace to the Finish. New York Times bestselling author of the Manor House Mysteries and the White House Chef Mysteries returned with a mix of murder and mayhem for curator Grace Wheaton. White House Chef Mysteries? Why have we never talked about those? Book club. <laughs> Putting it on the old book club. They get surly at me sometimes. Let me yeah. tell you what. They're like, who picks these books when we don't like them? Uh-huh get a little surly yeah, yeah. it's me yeah. although usually i take suggestions okay. they don't like to believe that but it's true all right as i mentioned while we're talking about book clubs we're currently reading <laughs> nobody knows by mary jane clark right. and northern Abbey. is that how you say it northern Abbey. i think is it yeah okay i used to think it was downtown i Abbey. heard somebody say it wrong but anyway or differently than that and i wondered right. if maybe i was wrong listeners if i'm wrong please tell me i'm available uh anyway jane austen you're fully married no i mean i'm available for <laughs> people to tell me that i'm wrong okay anyway uh that's it for me as far as the upcoming okay. releases i mean i have more but yeah. i gotta save a little okay okay i got some book news okay man. uh did you so looking yeah, here he's winding me up uh it looks like practical here's magic the wind is actually up a financial bomb and the pitch it was 68 millions on a 75 million dollar budget wow it's crazy man it's crazy i guess i thought practical magic was a good movie that made money and apparently neither are true you are really oh is it because you're in love with nicole kidman is that why this is such a that's not anything we talk about on the podcast oh well no uh, always on even... my mind by elvis presley's in the movie maybe that will change it's your not tune even true it is hey goran visnage from uh er also in practical magic okay you know what? Somebody needs to pick this for a Halloween pick yeah. this year. Well, uh, I don't know if you know the Stalker Channing also yeah. voiced Barbara Gordon in the animated series Batman Beyond. Get she was one of two people, I believe. Get the heck yeah. out of here, okay, sir. Look, we got to move on from Practical Magic eventually. I guess, so I now guess is we the have best to. time. Yeah. Um, Looks like the moon is moving on from Practical Magic, trying to cover I, the old, the old sun. Wow. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's what my intro is like. <laughs> 
right, so this is the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover young adult fiction. Oh, good. Uh, young adults are what we would classify Nick. He's he's an adult. Yeah. He's young, though. He's vibrant. Thank you, sir. Uh, a little yeah. uneducated. Yeah. A little unrefined. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, like a blunt instrument. <laughs> like a blunt instrument. Yeah. Correct. But I can do 20 jumpy jacks right now. That's how young I am, sir. Yeah. Why would you need to, though? Well, just to show you. I'm vital. All right. I'm young. 20, I'm with it. 20 jumpy jacks. I'm hip. I'll do it later. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little achy. <laughs> so. uh, is it happening? Because it just got really dark. Uh, oh, yes. Look at that. Whoa. Whoa. It's happening. I think. I, I don't know. Or is that a cloud? We're not really sure. We, we're not allowed to look at this. Boy, Should we just... They're going to take, yeah. take our press Hold pass. Hold on. You, you talk. Okay. You, you vamp for oh, a second. okay. I'm going right. to go stare at the sun. Eric, don't look at the sun. No, it's okay. We don't recommend it's looking okay. at the sun. Eric's just checking ah! out. Eric, no. Oh, no. His right. eyes. No, it's just a cloud. Just a, a cloud. Really big cloud. False alarm, everyone. This is old news for you because this podcast is not live. Yeah. It's not live. Yeah, people are going to be like, that was a cloud. Because Hold of on. all the, the mistakes when and awkwardness. When did you just become a giant glowing ball? You'd think it was live, but it's not. When did I become a giant glowing yes. ball? Yes. Uh, <laughs> shortly after you touched your retinas to the window there. Okay. Uh, hey, Young right. adults. Well, number 10 on the young adult books. This is a little fortuitous. Number 10, the sun is also a star. Oh, my goodness. Yes, By Nicola is. Yoon. It is. It's this, gone now. There's no sun. I, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't We're not allowed to look at the sun. No, it's impossible to know. This, this is eclipse confusion in real time. <laughs> All right. Go on. I'm going to tell my children where. I'm going to yeah. play this. Them ep- they're like, Dad, where so. were you during the eclipse? They're going to learn on. all about it. Yeah. Get, get your headphones out. All right, the out. sun is also a star. Number 10. Number 9. This is where it ends. <gasps> the eclipse! All right, Nick stepped away to go stare at the sun. It's a cloud, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We're only supposed to get a partial eclipse here. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, number 8, The Last Magician by Lisa Maxwell. Number 7. The magician who made the eclipse. Yes. All of these are eclipse-related. Number 7, The Crazy House. Of this, eclipse. This is a crazy the house, house right rising now. rising yeah. sun. Number six, Alex and Eliza by Melissa de la Cruz as the moon cruises past past the sun. sun. Sure. Number five, this is a little trickier, Miles Morales' Spider-Man by Jason Reynolds. But you know what? The moon has to move at high speeds, okay. so miles per hour. Oh, yes. But I think we actually mes- measure it by kilometers. Probably. But yeah. Kilometers, anyway. You could trans... You could, Number four, yeah. we're going to see this eclipse once and for all oh, yes. by Sarah Dessen. Okay. Oh! <gasps> Okay, hold on. This one's pretty good. Number three. We should have seen this one coming because it's been here for a while now. Lord of Shadows. <laughs> the Moon. By Cassandra Clare. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. One of Us is Lying. <gasps> hey, I just saw the eclipse. You, I no, did. I'm lying. I'm lying. Wow. <laughs> All right. Number one. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. You know, hate's a real issue. Hate crimes are a real issue, and it's not something you should be joking about during the eclipse. That's but true. But I will say... I hate that I can't stare at the sun. Yeah, it is I bad. I want to stare at it right now. I know. It's so bad. I know, it is bad. If you said to me, Nick, let's scrap this and start over again, I'd probably say okay. <laughs> the whole podcast. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole... Starting with episode one. Oh. We just redo them all. Because you've had a good time. Yeah, great time. Let's look at the adult list. Yeah, all right. So these are the adult hardcover fictions of okay. this week. Um, number 10 is where we'll start. Okay, good. <laughs> Into the Water by Paula Hawkins. All right. Hawking the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, House of Spies by Danielle Silva. Mm-hmm. Did I say Danielle? No, I think, well, you said you kind of ran it together, but it's okay. Daniel. Daniel Silva. Silva. He's a man. Yeah. Well, like, who are you to just decide these things? Just a young adult. <laughs> Number eight, A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Good Daughter doesn't stare at the sun no he doesn't no sh- he recommends you don't no the good daughter good daughter i thought you said the good doctor <laughs> the good doctor <laughs> the good daughter yeah, well no. she could be a doctor hey your phone's not on silent and it's also next to me and it's a cracked screen you look like a teenager with that phone <laughs> i'm a young adult yeah the karen by karen slaughter the last tutor uh by philippa gregory oh this isn't that like yeah she's the, been writing these for yeah, a while yeah, yeah. the youngest gray sister mm-hmm. mary mm-hmm is left to face her ruthless cousin, Queen Elizabeth. That's funny, because wouldn't this be uh, Bloody Mary? Probably. I think she's... I always confuse these. I don't know. No, it's Bloody Mary. Oh, I should also say The Good Daughter is new this week, and tied with The Last Tutor. People can't decide if they want the lawyer uh, being challenged when violence enters her hometown, or the Queen Elizabeth 
Bloody Mary. Yeah, plot. it's impossible to know. Uh, Stuart Woods has a new book out, Barely Legal. Ugh. Uh, it's with Parnell Hall. Ugh. So he's got a... Uh, Herbie Fisher. I had somebody... Okay, so it's another minor character. I had somebody come in the other day checking out Parnell Hall books because they were interested. Mm -hmm. And apparently Parnell Hall has written like 40 books by himself, so... Mm. Well, uh, four school friends reunite... Oh, wait, that's something else. Barely legal is Herbie Fisher, the protege of Stone Barrington. Yeah. Becomes a partner at a firm and finds himself in a web of deceit. That's the worst kind of web to be in. That's true. Wow, this list still has a lot to go. Okay. Let's go through it. Let's do it. Number four, The Lion Game by Ruth Ware. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Author of Woman in Cabin 10. Yeah. Uh, Number three, The Late Show by Michael Connolly. Uh, Picked it up. Real boring. Put it back down. Okay. You picked it up because of David Letterman. Yes. Number two, Camino Island by John Grisham. I've been burned too many times recently. Haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. Number one by Debbie McCumber. Any dream will do. <laughs> uh, uh, I read one Debbie McCumber. It was Christmas themed. Uh-huh. It was precious. Let's see. As Shay Benson begins her new her life anew, okay. building a relationship with Pastor Drew Douglas. Oh my! Her brother's return threatens to undo it. Wow. I guess. Weird. Yeah. I'm sorry, Shay, but I'm in love with your brother. <laughs> Pastor Drew! <laughs> that would be one heck of a book yeah. right there. That's so uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. I, I know there is a song that goes, Any Dream Will Do. How, how does the rest of it go, Nick? Uh, I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I do the whole thing. Yeah? I did that show 27 times. You didn't play. You were. I was just in the, in the ensemble. It was my first professional gig. You I got a paycheck for that, baby. I wasn't one of the brothers. Oh. Thanks for no, I thought you pointing were. that out. Oh, okay. Then I, I was. You were Zerubbabel or something. I was, yeah, Zerubbabel. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the brothers, and that's who I played. All right. Prove I didn't. I can't. I know. Uh, I'm also listening for any cars that like are going to break very quickly and crash into other cars. I know. Staring at the eclipse. Yeah. I'm expecting something that looks like when the alien ship arrived for the first time in Independence Day. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. That eclipsed the sun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what? We need to compose ourselves as we play this music. <laughs> Don't you feel refreshed yeah. and enlightened? Yeah, just, we haven't played that song in a while. Hearing. I know, it's been a little bit. It's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. It's good to hear. It reminds me of uh, our old friend, Ben. Is that where, like, that, your little uh, Eclipse viewer thing? Yeah. We, I see, like, the left corner. Do you see it? Yeah, I do. Does that mean the Eclipse is happening? <laughs> it very well could be. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, Eric. Do... <laughs> anyway. Hold on. To Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, our very first episode, we focus on a book called Thinning the Turkey Herd. Yeah. Uh, starring our old friend, Jimmy Flannery. Jimmy Flannery. He's, he's got to do his job when he's got to do his job. Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Not the, uh, not the Italian No, he was, uh, he, story. he was a man. That's he, he, was, was, a he man. was a man. He was a man. Oh, my and then we, we popped back in on our year episode to see what old Jimmy was up to when he was uh, hip deep in crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yeah. Wasn't hip deep in alligators? Alligators. Hip deep in alligators. I know they're totally different. Different So I thought it only right for our two year uh, retrospective episode Mm -hmm. that we check in once more with our old friend Robert Campbell and his creation Jimmy Flannery. The cat's meow. That's right. And that's a surly-looking cat right that's there. That's a Stephen King cover. It is. I know. This is like Cujo, but for cats. Cat Joe. Oh, that would be so scary. All right. You said we were composing ourselves, and then you go I, and I say Cat it. Joe. I totally lost it. Uh, and so, here, here's, here's a little tease from no, earlier. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. You're not leaving Cat Joe okay. that quickly. All right. So it's a woman and her son. Yeah. They're trapped in a car yeah. because there's a surly cat. Yeah, like a rabid cat. I, a tomcat, I yeah. would assume. How big is this cat? I don't know. A big cat. Did you know that Stephen King has no memories of writing Cujo? Is that true? He just was like drugged out for the weekend and he woke up and there was Cujo. Creepy. So who knows? Have you read that? (laughs) No, I haven't read it. Uh, Anyway, what I was saying earlier about (laughs) how this podcast is changing lives, uh, this book in its long history here has never checked out until Uh we covered the recent 
Jimmy Flannery Adventures. And uh-huh. suddenly, this one got a little action. Nice. So The cat's meow. But we the, didn't even talk about that We didn't that talk one. about it, but we talked about the series. We talked about the author. And yeah. suddenly, after decades of inactivity, Jimmy old Jimmy yeah. Flannery's seeing his Flannery, day. not Flanagan. Jimmy <laughs> Flanagan would be good, but it's no, it's Flannery. Flannery. All right, so let me describe for you the cover. We've talked about it a little bit. There's a, an orange cat who's yeah. angry. Yeah, it's doing that thing where it stands up very tall. Yeah, it's kind of back hair, all, yeah. yeah. But it's making, yeah, like the face is where I see it's it's like a demonic cat face. Yeah, he looks very angry. And it's hard to say what he's on. It looks like some sort of leather, like red leather. Yeah. With with I, So it's a confusing cover. Uh, the font is orange, which gives it a very Halloween vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. does the cat. Yeah. Yeah, it all it all looks very Halloweeny. So we'll we'll dig in to find out if yeah. it actually is from Halloween here. Mm-hmm. Uh, original cover price sixteen ninety five. Okay. Uh, this book, The Cat's Meow, came out first in nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Added to the Howe collection shortly after then. Uh, sat around with no activity for the next thirty two years. Mm-hmm. Then was checked out. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it was us. Sure. Maybe you could blame it on a. Uh... Practical magic. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. All right, so here you go. Are you ready? This kiss. Uh, Here is from the inside flap. This this the inside flap. This is what they want to entice you with. First of all, we got a little cat image. We should. It says a Jimmy Flannery mystery like along the top. Yeah. So at some point, we must have missed the boat here. Yeah. Because people must have seen Jimmy uh, Jimmy Flannery. Yeah. Get out of the way. Truth be told, the Irish of Chicago are fleeing to the suburbs and the political machine so well greased under Mayor Daly is creaking a bit with rust. So no one blinks when the graveyard at Old St. Pat's Church is sold and slated to become a gas station. That's part of what gets Democratic Precinct Captain Jimmy Flannery up off his duff in the 27th Ward and over to St. Paul's in the 14th. The other part is the body of a dead cat. Meow. This could be cat joe yeah ignatius father mulrooney's cat has been found dead in the church and buried by the aging priest in the graveyard dead cats tell no tales but the howls of ignatius according to the good father startle him from a deep sleep the next night and send him into the church to investigate on the sanctuary floor is a pentagon painted in blood and signs of a black mass but all traces of the satan worship vanish by the time he brings his housekeeper mrs thimble to witness the sacrilege can jimmy with his growing reputation for investigation take a look-see while former choir boy flannery heads to the catholic boys school next to saint pat's being the likeliest source of ghostly cats and devilish doing his former ward boss Chips Devlin figures Jim's the one to revive some of the Chicago's Irish political clout and squelch the gas station deal. Devlin's sainted grandmother lies in that graveyard and he'd prefer her bones rest in peace, not make way for premium no lead, which I think is what they called unleaded gas in 1988. Okay. So there's there's a cat ghost and this still isn't gri- gripping you. Uh, I don't know how Jimmy has gotten into this mess. Into the for one. satanic cult? Yeah. Matters... Of cats meowing from beyond the grave and old boneyards aside, Flannery doesn't consider either problem a matter of life and death until he stumbles upon a corpse. That makes it murder. He already stumbled upon a cat corpse. Someone has killed poor old Father Mulrooney, and Flannery suspects the motive lies in the world of the living, where passions run deep and politics lie at the bottom of land deals, buried secrets, and sudden death, 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 death. Okay. All right, so are you in? No. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think if I've been in on a Jimmy Flannery novel yet. I actually think that this sounds worse. I would have said uh, Dead Cat's Wag No Tales. This, okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> uh, cats don't really wag their tails. Hey, is it happening? Dog. I don't know. I, it's a cloud again. You keep asking me, but I, I don't well, know. You've made an imperfect device here. I know I have. Listen, <laughs> this to me sounds like the worst of the Jimmy Flannerys. Yeah, this is this sounds like dark. I can't imagine yeah. people got into the other Jimmy Flannery novels like, yeah. this would be great, but can he solve more satanic yeah. mysteries? <laughs> yeah. You know what's missing with this big lug? Satanism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Chapter there, one. Was there an... The models were yeah. called a turkey herd. Turkey herd. Yeah. So that was how it was. But then he was actually worried about alligators yeah, that in was, a sewer. It was sewer. a literal alligator. So, yeah. like, do you think he said thinning the turkey herd? is like, oh, I better start actually I got to do an animal thing. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, he's turned into Ace Ventura. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he's working animal crimes. Already then. I don't do humans. Uh, chapter one. Mm-hmm. You might say it all starts when Father Mulrooney's cat up and dies. Its name was Ignatius. Some people called it Iggy. A few even called it Ig. 
My name's James Flannery, but only my sainted mother, Godkeeper beside him, ever called me that, except for my wife, Mary, who calls me James more than she calls me anything else. Yeah, but don't call me late for dinner. That's right. Mostly people call me Jimmy, and my father, Mike, calls me Jim. And there's them <laughs> what... Hold on. And, the, and there's them what call me Jimbo, so when they want to get my goat or put me down. So if I'd known the priest's cat real well, I probably would have called him Ignatius, or maybe Iggy, or Ig, but never Iggo. As it turns out, I never had a chance to call him anything very often, because we wasn't really friends, only passing acquaintances. I ain't been around St. Pat's, except now and then, since I moved out of the ward over to the 27th. The St. Pat's I'm talking about ain't the one over on the south east side oh which is God. south chicago's oldest parish having been established in 1857 although the present church and school was built in 1899 and it ain't the saint pat's on the near west side which they started building in 1855 but which was interrupted by a cholera epidemic so it didn't get finished until 1856 but even so it's generally considered the oldest church in chicago opening to the latest jimmy flannery adventure you like that do you, remember yep. when, do you remember when all those churches were made? Do you want me to go through it again? The original church was burned no. down around 1862, and it was only half finished, and burned down again about 10 years later in the Great Chicago Fire. Uh, I, I want the truth. Don't, <laughs> don't sugarcoat it for me, okay? Okay. What do you think of this book so that far? That was so rough. Yeah. That was rough. It was bad. It's just like, here's what everybody ever has called, called me, me ever. And the cat. The cat's nicknames as yeah. well. I don't. Also, this is like this book is five. late in the game. This is book five in the yeah. Jimmy uh, Jimmy series here. Yes. So, so he's this. You never know. Every yeah. every Jimmy Flannery book is somebody's first Jimmy Flannery yeah, book. That's true. You know what? You're exactly right about so, that. What if we? And what do if you we know how many opportunities they had to be the first Jimmy Flannery book? Twenty one. Oh Twenty one Jimmy Flannery adventures, ladies and gentlemen, and we have a few of them. Not all. I don't get. I don't get this series. I don't get, I don't get if it was a real thing. I don't, Do you think there's a made-for-TV movie? I don't know. Have we cast him already? We talked about it in Alec Baldwin, maybe. Oh, Going right. In there. Well, that, he's a lot older. He is. I, uh, Jimmy seems old to me. Does yeah, well, the way he rambles, sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you sit next to him on a yeah. bus bench, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my so, dad. My dad, my dad was called a, you Jimbo. Huh? Yeah, I think he was this a tall is my man. Well, I gotta go. A tall man. All right. and, uh, oh, he wore uh, red <laughs> shoes, except on Sundays where he wore black shoes, but with right. white laces, unless he couldn't find his white let me, laces. Let me dig in here with a little bit of... Uh, little bit of dialogue. How are things down in the sewers? Father Mulroney asks. Moving along, I says. Is that in the clips? Which is a little bit of sanitation humor. You keep reading. I guess. You keep reading. Uh... I tell you, we're walking the lines lately. They needed my expertise for a little while there. I heard it was a punishment because you wouldn't play... Don't look at the sun, Eric. Because you wouldn't play ball with the powers that be. Which power is that? The mayor's office? The Democratic Party. The old one or the new one? The old one. The only one there is, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Say the old machine's rusted and busted, I says. Even so, I always considered loyalty and obedience virtues, he says. Mm. That's why I took it. I figure it's like when you was a kid. Your father and mother's got a grievance they expect you to make up for. You don't argue. You take what's coming to you, and you get on with it. Mm. Besides me having to walk the sewers again is ancient history. Hip deep in alligators, he got assigned the old sewer setup. Yeah. Ancient history, four books ago. I got to tell you, this is terrible. (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I mean, how many Jimmy Flannery books will this guy understand. have? I don't understand. 21, apparently. Yeah, that's he, After this, he wrote 16 more Jimmy Flannery books, so maybe he cracked the code. When you look at the reviews on Goodreads, they are good. Yeah, They're good. Them. Yeah. Does one review say, uh, you can call him Jimmy, you can call him Jimbo? Yeah, yeah. Five-star review here. Oh, a recent. Just just from last month. Campbell's Jimmy Flannery mysteries are altogether unlike anything else in the mystery genre, or at that least unlike the classic true. 1950s private eye working out of a small office waiting for the next voluptuous blonde or redhead to sashay in and spin his head. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fact is, Jimmy Flannery's not even a private eye. Yeah, I mean, this is all... They love it. Yeah. They love it. The people I... just love it. Well, we just learned something about that person's taste, though. Yeah. He said uh, voluptuous blonde yeah. or redhead. Yeah. Leaving out brunettes. Oh. Didn't, does not care for brunettes. You have to disregard what this man yes. says. I see yeah. that now. Do you want any more of this? Do you count yourself as a brunette? Uh, I think we both have pretty dark hair. Yeah. Would you say mine's more dark and mysterious than yours? Definitely not. What? It's darker. 
your hair darker than my hair. Yeah. That is ridiculous. But we don't have to dig into that. Oh, I, I meant fuller. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Sure. You gray-haired SOB. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chapter 20. Just in case it gets better you really later think on. your hair is darker than mine? It definitely mine is. Mine is basically black. Chapter 20. You're Do- crazy! Dove is just finishing up out front. Hold on, get over here. You look distressed, he says. Well, I suppose I am, I says. Mrs. Thimble's crying, and that sort of thing is always hard for me to take. I reach for my handkerchief to blow my nose, and a little sharpened stone falls <laughs> out into the flagstones. Not a lot of Satanism in here so far, which I guess is a good thing. How many pages is this book? It it's looks not, short. Yeah, it's not many. It's not. It's under 200, I'm pretty sure. Under, under 200? 199, so just under 200. I didn't 200. know you could make something that few oh, you uh, can do hardcover. It. You can do it. It's called a novella. No, this would be a bookshot. Listen, I need to tell you. You're right, it would be. That's I need a to, Jimmy I Flannery bookshot. I need to tell you something that is going to blow your mind. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh, Robert W. Campbell, which is the full name here of Robert. Yeah, sure. Robert Campbell. I connect, yeah. Uh, has written many books. Right. His main series uh, follows a different character named Whistler. His and then, main series? Yes. And then he started the Jimmy series here a little later in his career, and he based the character of Jimmy on his dad, which makes it a little sweet. Yeah. I'm not going to read it. Yeah. But it's nice. Yeah. Uh, but here's here's the thing that blew your mind. And I'm, I'm getting this from the Los Angeles Times. So I'm going to believe it. Okay. Robert Campbell, in his book, Alice in La La Land, which we do have here, coined the term La La Land. That's not true. It is true. No, I don't believe it. It is true. No. La La Land was what Robert Wright Campbell called Los Angeles. By the time he finished his La La Land quartet of novels about the flawed private detective known simply as Whistler, Campbell wasn't the only one using that dreamy seamy nickname for the City of Angels. The phrase became part of the American I don't lexicon. It. There's nothing about yes. that I believe. Whistler and the La La Land tag he made famous will live on in mystery genre literature. No, I have it's to true. imagine there were people in the 50s saying like, I'm going off to La La Land. Really? Yeah. Why? I just I just can't believe it. I, I don't won't. know. I'm never going I to don't know. This is this is according to the Los Angeles Times. Yeah. I think the Los Angeles Times knows more about Los Angeles than you do. Mm, well, agree to disagree. Okay. You wait, you really don't believe this? No. It's true. I can't believe it. It's right here. No. Nope. In black and white. I can't believe it until I see the facts. From the Los Angeles Times. No. Are you calling this fake news? Because there's no place for that here in this podcast. <laughs> Don't do that. There's no place Don't for that, that here in this podcast. I just can't imagine. Like, he couldn't have come up. He would have had to have hear it from somewhere else. Why? I don't know. Okay. Then in that case, I, I can't even say what I coined. I coined a phrase, too, that is in movies now and TV shows. But I coined it. Yeah. And I can't say what it is because it's it is. inappropriate here's the, for Here's air. the quote. La La Land's a land of losers. We're all, we're all just a bunch of dreamers with, nickel, with a nickel in our shoe. Yeah. Why do we come out here chasing dreams that are so hard to catch? It takes your heart, your guts, and your liver just to find the lock. And then 999 times out of a grand, you can't find the key. That's the hero Whistler and Robert Campbell's Alice in La La Land. Look, I thought you'd be more fascinated by this. Until like ancient aliens come down okay. and share with us the hidden history of the Earth. Okay. I don't know if I can ever believe that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I believe it because it, <laughs> Los Angeles Times is telling me. All right. It's, it just sounds like maybe he just came from a small town and people called it that. And then he brought it with him. People were like, I've never heard that. He's like, well, I made it up. Okay. Don't ask my family. And then like anyone who goes looking, they can't find the town anymore. Maybe. He got rid of it. Maybe. All right. You could be right. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think you wrote it in this book. All right. Well, at the very least, it's interesting. Right? Yes, it is interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, pretty prolific yeah. here, uh, Robert Campbell. So yeah. I, I don't know what we're missing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not working for me. Yeah. Hey, I just heard this phrase. It's called toadstool. Yeah. It's another way to call it. Uh, you can call it a mushroom, a toadstool. Yeah. I just came up with that phrase. I've never heard it before. Well. Did you just come from a small town? I sure what's did. The but no, that's don't, don't the, go that's looking it. for it. Don't no, go that's looking it. for it. You just came from a small town. That's what they called we it. We can't talk about it. We that's don't want no trouble. We ain't never heard of La La Land. That's aggressive. Okay. Are we moving on from this book? I guess so. If this if this was a steam engine, we'd be running on uh Well, what, what does a steam engine run off after the steam is gone? 
I don't know. This series won a lot of awards. I, I can't. He won the Edgar Award uh-huh. and the Anthony Award wow. for the Junkyard Dog. Okay. Where's the yeah, uh, escape button from this? I don't know what to tell you. Uh, are we? Do you, do you ever want to revisit Jimmy again? Do you think? The, and our third year anniversary. The, yeah, the read. Jimmy. Uh, yeah. The Jimmy trilogy. Do you think is we've ended here? No, let's keep. He's got twenty-one. <laughs> he's got more. It, if we need to use all twenty-one of those books, yeah. we, we were doing something right. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll visit. We're bringing them back. Yeah. We are bringing them back. All right. Well, let's talk. What's that? Uh, library news. What's that skull? Uh, no, on the side of uh, the cat's meow. Of oh, the cat's meow. Oh yeah, that's the old uh, that's the old labeling system this library used to use. It means thriller. A skull? Yeah. <laughs> like murder. You it's know. a red inked skull. Yeah. For thriller. Yeah. And what do we use now? Uh, a little guy with a magnifying glass <laughs> for mystery. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I brought Thinning the Turkey Herd up just in case you wanted to see it again. Because this yeah. one doesn't have a picture of Robert Campbell himself, and this one does. Didn't we decide he... And he looks like he just came out of a smokehouse with Charlton Heston. Mm-hmm. That's what he looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. He, he plays a political villain. That's true. In any movie. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I actually think yeah. that Dick Cheney shot him in the face once. Yeah. If I'm remembering yeah. right. I think that I'm, was him. I'm pretty sure he had uh, full knowledge of the Jason Bourne project did he really yeah wow what do we call that i can't remember who me neither i'm gonna have some jason Bourne fans unhappy with yeah. me. Uh, are there tens- any test ted it's treadstone treadstone okay good go. you got it you got I was it. called it testing good for you <laughs> all right well uh <sighs> sweet dreams there jimmy flannery until yeah. we meet again he's, what's, he's what's gotta, the gorilla book he's got to do his the job he has two more books the names oh. on it that we haven't read what are they sure, called again? i would love to tell you uh the junkyard dog which i mentioned the 600 pound gorilla okay so that's he, pretty good i bet he coined the term 600 pound gorilla yep. where does it sit yep uh let me just read to you about the 600 pound gorilla for the new york times book review an expert piece of work in which wacky humor and high seriousness are palatably mixed hmm. so if that doesn't make you want to read it i don't know what will yeah. you have a heart of stone my friend yeah so i think we've been missing the eclipse do you think so because see how the top right is a little uh faded out on your little viewfinder yeah that has been kind of moving interesting but i mean i, I guess i mean it's lightly i don't understand how to enjoy listeners if you could glasses. all write into us at twitter at all yeah. the book show or facebook at david a Howe public library with your home addresses we would like to issue an apology in writing for how stupid this episode has been no way so no this is two we years will take the, the time and we will we'll apologize to you yeah. apologize to you individually Do you know in but, the amount of yeah. time we've been doing a podcast uh you can uh write film and distribute a movie I didn't. So maybe we should have been doing that instead. <laughs> For the past two we years. We could have made Thinning the Turkey Herd into a, a feature length yeah. film in this yeah. time. Depending on yeah, I still think Alec Baldwin's too old. Yeah, he's so. probably too old. I don't think I feel like Hollywood well, okay. wisdom says age? Bruce Willis and I'd be like, No thank no. you. No. What what are we gonna do with age? I don't know. He seems like he's gotta be in the forty realm. Yeah. Matt Damon wouldn't you say feels a little bit too overexposed no. for this. Maybe and Obviously, there'd be some insurance issues, but maybe a Casey Affleck? Who, boy. No. no. You don't think? Okay. No. In a different world? Yeah. No? Still no? no? Okay. All right. No, I, can't, I couldn't see that. Okay. He doesn't come strong across to me as a stronger person. You think Jimmy's strong? Yeah, he has to I be. think he can pull it out when he needs to. No. But I, I think, think most of the time, he's, he's just like going to Dunkin' like, Donuts. And... He, he has a lot of like one-night stands, but that's because he's too Whoa. hard-hearted to keep a long-term relationship you gotta have somebody uh tough i guess so i guess you do young jesse stone if you will sure yeah so yeah okay yeah let's talk library news yeah what do you got coming up here what about that arnie hammer guy army hammer army hammer no he's too like suave you need someone with a little less polish okay what about tom cruise i I don't know i can't tell you i can't tell you what about a ryan reynolds no no. no. Okay. Well, that was just an unequivocal oh. no. No, because if I don't, I, I was about to say Jake Gyllenhaal, but I don't know how funny he can no. be. No. Ooh. Were you Ooh. about to say Hugh Jackman? No. I was going to say, say uh, uh, Nick from the New Girl. I can't remember his name. Oh, Jake Johnson. Yeah, Jake Johnson. That's pretty good. Jake Johnson is right. Jimmy Flannery. Yeah. I think we've got it. But that's funny because in uh, newer seasons, he's got his own mystery series called The Pepperwood Chronicles. Oh, perfect. So, okay, so he can go. A little typecast. Go right yeah. into that, I think so. Yeah, star of uh, The Mummy. Yes, with, uh, with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. He, he's not going to be in Jurassic World 2. He's not? Found out. No, that's too bad. I liked him. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Birds are flying. Do birds fly during eclipse? Oh, you know what I didn't mention? We watched The Circle with Tom Hanks. Oh, good Terrible. for you. It was yeah. such a stupid movie. Yeah, I The book it's... was bad, and I kind of thought, like, I like those actors. Just... I thought maybe the book could make it a little no, bit more relevant, but no. Them, yeah. It was like, this could have been made in 1992. Technophobia. And it still from, would like, not yeah. have had a point to it. Yeah. So Very irrelevant. It was a bad, yeah. a bad like, movie. Like talking about these problems that you would have on Facebook, but nobody Though, uh, I will say that Hologram for a King, based on a book by Dave Eggers, uh-huh. also starring Tom Hanks, is a very good movie. Okay. So check that well, out. Well, we did get the circle. I Nobody saw it. It bombed. I thought maybe we didn't have to get think, it. No, but it's I based think on people might want it. Yeah. yeah, I think. So, And it yeah. was a big... You see Tom like, Hanks the book on the cover. Was big. Right? It was, yeah. Even though it's stupid. It, yeah, it's just dated. You pick it up and it just feels so, so dated. Yeah. So. Yeah. I wrote you know. this book for five years studying MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't share your yeah. public information. Your well, uh, information we're publicly. back in the concert biz here at the David A. Howe Public Library. That's now right. That, the Who. Uh, music on the Lawn. Rush. Is, no, Zeppelin. No, new. These are bands. Music on the Lawn has taken its final bow for 2017, so hats mm. off to the Music on the Lawn Committee. Yeah. We're starting back up on August 31st with Marsden and Stack live in concert. Yeah. Very talented couple of musicians. Their set list is all over the place, like classical uh-huh. Simon and Garfunkel, uh-huh. other stuff, uh-huh. hip hop, rap. I made those up, but uh, very eclectic set list. You made up the phrase. They're hip-hop? also they're also going to be doing all different uh, instruments? instruments, yeah, including mm-hmm. Jason Marsden is going to be playing the accordion on Ooh. at least one song. So yeah. if that entices you to come, good. If it doesn't, <laughs> it's only one song, so yeah. just relax. You okay? think either of them will be doing the? Probably. Yeah, it's like Blue Man Group, pretty much. Okay. He's shooting yeah. a lot of paint into the audience. Yeah, I, was, so. I had my mouth open, and Definitely I was smacking my cheeks. Out. They got it. I think they understood. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's the big thing coming up. Of course, you can join us for book clubs anytime. Did you get the Blue Man Group? The Blue Man Group, sure. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. We got a whole slew of stuff coming down the road now that we're back in action, so tune in to right. check that out. What about you, buddy? Tea Party went very well. So. Yeah. Go yeah. Youth Services there. We had a great oh, turnout. Oh, you mean the tea party we had at the library? Yes. I thought you were talking own. about the tea party I had. You you were there. We all wore the top hats. I don't think I got, yeah. an, I don't think I got an invite to that. You didn't get an invite? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? That's true. I realized tea parties aren't your scene. Yeah. But it was great. I had okay. a lot of fun. Well, I would have liked to have come still. Well, not enough tea, I okay. guess. All right. Well, Teeing uh, off. <laughs> is that it? You got yeah. everything? Okay. With a vague the promise, the next week will be better. This is Nick and Eric signing off.